back home again in Indiana and it seems that I can see the gleaming candlelight still shining bright through the sycamores for me the new mown hay sends all its fragrance through the fields I used to roam and when I dream about the moonlight on the Wabash then I long for my Indiana home who's your daddy Hello and welcome to The Jungle. My name is Adam and I'm joined by my co-host. Jenna. And this is Who's Your Daddy, a podcast where we talk about all things Indiana, the Midwest in general, and everything in between. Jenna, how are you? I'm good. (laughs) All cozy. Bundled up. Are you bundled? Yeah, they were making fun of me at work because they were like, you're wearing a scarf and a hat. Are you really that cold? And I was like, obviously, yes. What a weird fucking... Like, is... Or like when people I've, walk by and they'll be like, are you cold? How the fuck am I supposed to respond to that? I've had conversations like that and it's just like. What do you what expect to happen? What the fuck are you talking about? Get the fuck out of huh. my life. Mm, you look cold. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I'm cold. It's cold. <laughs> fuck you. Like, Did you really need to share that with no, me? No, and I've had conversations. With, oh, are you wearing enough right now? For me? What the fuck are you talking about? Get the fucking take a walk <laughs> i've had conversation i know we're getting right into it but like i've had conversations where like like that where you're just like what the fuck are- that is yeah what what who do you think you are who do you think you are i'm wearing a hat it's like right below what? when someone says what? you know you should smile more or if someone says you know you look mad it's like almost at that level where you're just gonna be like is, fuck yeah. off like just shut the fuck trying, up if you're trying to start a conversation with me start over because that is yeah, not working you're like hey your feeling is stupid like that's basically what you're saying to me yeah like hey whatever your experience right now i'm not so it's dumb. Yeah. Like, okay, fuck you. Or like, I'm socially inept and I don't yeah. know how to make conversation know. other than to ask you a stupid question. Yeah, I know. Just like, it, if if what I had to say to someone was, hey, feeling cold? Yeah. Or nothing? Yeah. I'd go with nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I'd just, oh, same. I'd same. go with, uh, I'm just going to keep walking. Yeah. Like, you've been in the or, office too long. Or just like, nobody wants to play anymore. No, There's no play. Mm-hmm. Like, it's something I try to do in my daily life is just have have a little bit of play. Mm-hmm. Like if if I was in that situation, just ask a random question. Be like, invent it. Be like, hey, I'm gonna go to the uh, vending machine later. What should I get? Pretzels or candy bar? Like at least then it's just like I want your input. Mm-hmm. And like even and you know, it's just kind of fun. It's play. Yeah. You know, it, it, but this kind of like, what are you cold? <laughs> yeah. It's just what I'm feeling. What, what do you What do you have to say about? It? Get out of here! Yeah. Like, I don't care. What do you Why do you care? <laughs> like I, I don't know. It's just weird. Maybe Maybe I don't know. I don't know. So that's how we are. If you I mean, if you listen to this podcast and you're someone that does that, why? Yeah, just why? email yeah, us yeah, and us tell know. us why because I don't understand. It's very confusing. Although I doubt any of the people that listen. No, do that, I but. bet they are pretty just reasonable with people. Yeah, they know how to communicate. Yeah. Um, so, Jenna, before we get into today's episode, do you want to go over last week's trivia yeah, question? So, so I, I answered pretty stupidly. But I don't remember what you said. Okay. Then number wise, but it was. I know. I know you won't go listen. So let's. I don't remember either. <laughs> what What's the answer? What's the question? What's the answer? Go the over question it was how many Christmas tree farms approximately are in the United States? Yeah. And what's the answer? The answer is about 15,000. Okay. Oh, okay. 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 I th- I think I said 2,700. 
Yeah. Which is obviously far off, but it's not like, it's not terrible. I mean, it's pretty bad, but <laughs> <laughs> it's not like I said like 30. That's true. It wasn't like but when you 15, asked me about baseball. thousand. Mm-hmm. But that comes out to wow. around 350 million Christmas trees. That's more than the population of the fucking United States. Individuals. Is it? Yeah. Well, we, we have like 330 million people. 300. That's crazy. And like, uh, honestly, what I'm embarrassed about in my answer was my estimation, like how I got there. I was mm-hmm. embarrassed by my estimation of counties. And you can go back and listen and make fun of me if you'd like but i i'm less embarrassed about my estimation of of the farms you know what i've always wondered how did they get christmas trees down in miami because last december i was in miami and they had like live christmas trees for sale and i was like where do you get these they mail them they transport them on trucks and shit but like that just seems like too much work it seems like a waste of resources yeah for sure <laughs> They're tr- the tree's like where am i but that's n- <laughs> i'm not dressed for this weather <laughs> hey douglas i'm from minnesota you man. got a you got a <laughs> swim trunks that i can borrow <laughs> i said douglas because like, of- hey, look at that palm tree douglas fir hey there it is but yeah i mean yeah that's just like capitalism right like <laughs> like they don't need yeah. it it's a waste of resources yeah, ex- it, it is a legitimate just waste yeah i mean it is I, absolute gr- you like could gratuitous. argue that like it brings people joy but like get a fake tree and use it year over year yeah and like don't cut down get a tree a fucking palm tree <laughs> like the environment's get a more banana important tree. whatever <laughs> yeah just use any tree yeah <laughs> it's just i don't know yeah i don't know we don't need to get into that it's silly but i agree anything else there with the trees nope that's it okay so it's Friday. It's Thursday for us, but it's Friday. And uh, real quick, we're going to go over um, COVID numbers from this week. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not going to get into it too much because we have a lot of other stuff to get into. Well, really, we're just going to basically in this episode cover two things. We'll get into it in a second. So real quick, COVID update. Um, new cases and deaths today that were mm-hmm. announced. Um, there were 6,458 cases announced today, new cases, and 79 new deaths announced today. Um, which is obviously very sad. It's almost the norm now. And and it's, it's crazy. I mean, it's like, um, I was thinking about this earlier, like when seat, like, uh, when cars were first announced, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. People just died a lot more Mm -hmm. from cars Yeah, and everybody was just chill with it. Yeah. Because they were like, that's just the way it is. Well, I shouldn't say everybody was just chill with it. I'm, I'm sure everybody freaked out at first, but like we all became normalized to it yeah. because like traffic accidents are still like the number one killer of men from 18 to 35 Mm -hmm. and almost women from 18 to 35, if not women from 18, Mm -hmm. like it kills a ton of people um, unnecessarily. And we've just become normalized to it It, when there are legitimate things we could do to decrease that number. And Mm -hmm. that's really sad. And I hope that this doesn't become the case where we just start getting these new diseases and everyone's just like, ah, it's part of life. Yeah. I mean, because like uh, then if that happens, like we're, we're, we're done for <laughs> and, and maybe that's for the better. I don't know. But like if it does, yeah, we're, we're done as a, as a species. Yeah. It's over. Um, anyway, uh, total in Indiana, there, uh, have been 447,190 cases. Wow. Yeah. There's 6.7 million people in the state. So do the math. Um, and, uh, 6,860 deaths. If you add in the probables, it's just under 7,200. And to put that in perspective last week, um, compared to last week, uh, there have been over 42,000 new cases. Whoa. 
in the last week, 42,000. Jesus Holy fucking Christ. Shit. And over 550 deaths. Damn. That's, God, that's fucking sad. Really sad, really fucked up. Can we just cancel Christmas? <laughs> I mean. I don't, I don't even care at this point. Cancel Christmas. Uh, I know what you're saying. I'm but not like, saying it as in like cancel it, yeah, culture. No, I know, I know. Yeah. And like, or like what Republicans do. Oh, you want to cancel Christmas? Like we can't have Christmas? No, and, how and about s- rain check? Instead of just being like, oh, no, it's just not the right thing to do right now. Like you can still have it. Just do it. Like drop your presents off at your family. Right. Mail them. Just don't have gatherings. Mm-hmm. Like, and we're doing this because like it'll literally save lives. Yeah. And yeah, do that. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not going anywhere. So don't i mean it sucks but just don't <laughs> like it's that simple um and we're not going to get into it any more than that so let's go ahead and move on unless you have anything more to say nope okay so next thing on the agenda is something that we're actually not going to really talk about but i want to bring up so um today governor Holcomb announced his agenda for 2021 um yeah Jenner's reaction was a little bit reserved there. <laughs> a little bit, um, okay. You if know, I could put it vocally. <laughs> I don't expect very much. Well, okay. Uh, before we get into it, I'll just say that we're not going to get into it. Um, so this came out today. Insta- instead of going over it right now, um, we're going to make Monday's episode next week all about Governor Holcomb's 2021 agenda. So usually that's when we do our deep dive and it's generally somewhat historical. This time we're going to do it all about his agenda for for this next year. Um, And then we're going to have our normal deep dive episode on Wednesday of next week. And then we'll also have our just normal Friday episode next week. So you'll get three episodes next week. How great. Is it Christmas on Friday? Uh, I don't think it's on Friday of next week. That sounds crazy. It is. Uh, But we're still going to do it. So we'll record on Christmas Eve. Who cares? We're not doing anything. We're going to do it. And if, and if you're not willing to do it, then I will do it alone. <laughs> and that will probably probably be our worst episode. I don't think anyone would listen to just me talking. Oh, I'm I would sure listen. some people would. I would listen. Well. I wouldn't listen. You, you do that anyway. <laughs> I don't, though. I do, I know, I do it to kidding. edit, but I, and we don't really edit that much other than, like, put stuff in and get rid of the beginning and the ends of the episodes. But anyway, so that's what's going to happen and fucking crazy the next Friday it's Christmas. I, it, I can't comprehend that. Yeah. Like my brain doesn't. Yeah. We can talk about that later. <laughs> I, I have <laughs> what some do you thoughts mean? on that. Well, let's talk about it right now. Well, I, I said we're going to have Halloween too. Yeah. But I don't know. What do you mean? Well, you don't know? cause you know that my situation is a little bit different in terms of. Yeah. But we can't be going to people's places. We just can't. I mean, what happened over Thanksgiving? You remember? I mean, I know you remember. <laughs> like we had the COVID scare. We thought we may might have had it. Yeah. You had to work from home. Like you think there were things happened. Mm-hmm. Like we can't do that again. Like that, that, that was the best case scenario. What this is, this is serious people. And I mean this for us, you and me. And I mean this for everybody. Like don't fuck around with it. It, it's just not worth it. I know it sucks, but like uh, d- uh, look around the fucking world and look at the suffering that's happening. Look at history. Look at fucking anything. The idea of giving up one holiday that we've had the, our entire fucking lives and never had to fucking worry about the idea of giving that up t- 
to not spread a virus that kills people and has killed 300 fucking thousand of our countrymen, mm-hmm. of our of our fucking neighbors and our fucking community and our fucking w- literal country, it's fucking worth it. But three I also three think... fucking thousand people died in 9-11. 3,000. Yes. 300,000 have yes. died from the coronavirus. Don't fucking risk it. To do something that's yeah, that, that I'm is not arguing also that. to do something that is literally built in fucking capital, like fucking spend fucking money to buy fucking trash to give it to fucking other people mm-hmm. who use that trash and then throw it in the trash. It's all garbage. It's garbage. Yeah. Don't do it. It's not worth it. No, the thing that I was alluding to was that probably what a lot of people feel is that there's this other kind of issue around COVID, which is the. Uh, COVID peer pressure where like you have I'm not sure what you're talking about you have like peer pressure from people who still want to like see you and do things with you and ask you to hang out and I have no friends and my family doesn't care about me so I don't feel that but I do understand it well I think a lot of maybe our listeners have experienced it where there's people who are like oh come on like it'll be fine or you have relatives who are like but I haven't seen you all year I I really need to see you and I mean, I'll be, I'll be honest, like, I, I have had my, I'll, you know, I kind of joked a little bit there, but I don't have many friends and my family gives up a little bit too easily that, but we're not going to get into that. But like my parents kind of pressured me into it. And I was just like, no. And they gave up. And I had one friend who was like, you want to go to bar? And I was like, that's fucking crazy. And then they haven't texted me in, you know, four or five months. So like, I mean, just say no, just say no. I know, I know it's hard, but like, it's the right thing to do. When you're presented with two options and one's right and one's wrong, choose the right thing. And like this one's easy to, to me. I, I, I know there are extenuating circumstances and I know there's other things to consider. But like when it comes to the idea of like risking other people's lives that I just don't know and that I, I can't I have no control over the spread of the virus. Mm-hmm. Like I can't know if if a bit droplet dropped into my eye mm-hmm. at a gas station because I had to go to a gas station mm-hmm. to get fucking gas yeah. or like whatever uh, or go to the grocery store to get fucking groceries. I have no fucking idea if that dropped into my eye mm-hmm. and that maybe somehow I could spread it to somebody else. I just don't know. So there's just there's no reason to risk it unless I fucking absolutely have to go to somewhere mm-hmm. to work or to, you know, get food or you know, yeah. those kind of things. So yeah, I feel you. I understand where people, I understand where you're coming from, but it's just an easy choice for me. Yeah. And, and maybe that's, you know, kind of sad because like, I just don't have, I don't um, think, I don't think it's relationships sad. that, um, I don't know. I, I don't want to say that I don't value more than that, but like, I don't know. I, I just, I'm not going to do it. I don't know. Is your, is that your stomach? Can people hear that? I can hear that. that is that your stomach or my it stomach? my stomach. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I got a little bit of the rumbly tummies tonight. <laughs> Stop. Don't laugh at me. I just, <laughs> I thought it was my stomach. How do you get that confused? You can feel okay, it. Cause I, could, I could kind of feel it in my stomach. Oh, wow. I don't know. Maybe we're, we had simultaneous Yeah, we're connected. Grumblies. We've been spending too much time together. <laughs> yeah, who knows? Our stomachs are communicating. Oh, God, I hope not. That'd be terrifying. Um, alien <laughs> all up in here. Um, can I be Sigourney? Because I don't want to start eating the shit that you eat. I want to be Sigourney. What are... Uh, 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 excuse me? Yeah, I eat like shit. Um, <laughs> speaking of eating like shit... Do you want to talk about some food? Sure. Okay. Uh, tangential, but if you might 
remember, um, in our previous episodes, uh, a couple months ago, we talked about a certain barbecue restaurant, um, south of Fort Wayne in Bluffton, Indiana called Yergi's Barbecue. Yes, I remember. Did you remember what the controversy was? Yes. Can you explain it? Because he didn't want to wear a mask and he didn't want to follow safety protocols. Yes, that's right. And so he got shut down. So, um, he is now filing a lawsuit, um, with the state of Indiana and blah, 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 blah. It's a somewhat kind of alluded over the health code over. Yeah. A lot of things. It, it go ahead and read the like lawsuit Mm -hmm. thing. I don't know what you call it. I'm not a lawyer. Um, it, it, it's weird and it rambles mm-hmm. and it's very like libertarian. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, but there are some interesting parts of it that I want to cover here uh, because I think what the first part that we're going to cover here um, is the fact that like I, I get what they're saying. Mm-hmm. And then the other part, I'm like, that's fucking crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so to lay the groundwork here. On December 15th, the lawsuit was filed on behalf of Yergi's State Road Barbecue against the Wells County Health Department, Governor Eric Holcomb, and the state of Indiana over its closure due to its violation of the mask mandate. And its violation there means Yergi's State mm-hmm. Road Barbecue. Um, within the document lawsuit thing, again, I'm not a lawyer. I don't exactly know what mm-hmm. this thing is called. Um, under the first section, which outlines the parties involved in the lawsuit, uh, sentence seven states, quote, WCHD, which is uh, Wells County Health Department, is a health department agency that purports to provide public health services within Wells County, Indiana. <laughs> and I just think that's what so funny. What was the point of that sentence? Well, they're like, they say, they say they're oh. a health department, but like, oh, we don't know. <laughs> They purport to promote health, but we say they promote tyranny. (laughs) It's funny. Say that the next time you get salmonella. It's just funny. All right. So let's move on. And and these other parts, I'm just going to read straight from the document. And um, I'm not going to cite the sections. You can go look at it. It's only like 16, 15, 16 pages. So you can read it. It's not hard. And most of it is that, you know. Mm-hmm. You can you can get through it pretty quick. Um, not only does the WCHD order suggest that Yergi's must shut down at least a substantial portion of its restaurant business, placing Yergi in f- dire financial straits with the likely result of having to file bankruptcy due to lost uh, profits and having to throw out substantial food product, but also it pr- deprives numerous residents of and visitors to Wells County from enjoying one of the best dining experiences in all of Indiana. The WCHD order, if enforced uh, against Yergi's, will result in permanent closure of Yergi's business at a time when numerous Indiana small businesses like Yergi are being jeopardized by restrictions that drive down sales or otherwise compel permanent closure. Further, the WCHD order threatens the employment of numerous Yergi employees, which would only serve to add to the myriad of an unemployment claims that Hoosiers have been forced to file during 2020. And this is the part where I'm like, I kind of get what they're saying. In a way, yes. Yes. Throw out all other contexts. Throw out all other pretense. Well, there's I get what they're bits saying. and pieces of that that are truthful. Yes, we have a lot of unemployed people. O- almost all of it is truthful. Yet, I'm... But almost all of it is truthful. But there's parts that are a little bit exaggerated. W- which part? When they said that. Well, maybe the best dining experiences of Indiana. I, no, when they were saying that their mask mandate like hinders their ability to serve food. That's not true. Did we talk about a mask mandate in here? They said the regulations. Yes, that's like closure of businesses, though. That's like shutdowns. 
Oh, but they weren't asking him to shut down, were they? The, well, here's the thing. The re- yes, they are. They have literally shut them down, and because the reason- of not following regulations. Not- yes, but we will get to the mask ma- ma- mask part later. So that's why I say this is somewhat separate. You'll see. You'll see what I'm okay, saying. Okay, but we get I to the mask part later because of. Even if it is, even if it is, I just want to take these words at their face value. All right. No, you'll see why. You'll see why. Okay. And that's a good point. That's a great point because I didn't lay that out, you know, very well. But take these words at their face value. Yeah. We've kind of fucked over small businesses in this country and and in this state and pretty much fucking every other state. Yeah. We've kind of just said, fuck you, deal with it. And all of them are going to close and all these fucking huge corporations that have already fucking acquired and merged and and eaten up all these other businesses are are just going to do that some more and and we're going to fucking implode because that's what's going to happen um so i get this part Mm -hmm. i get this part and people are going to lose jobs and blah 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 blah. it's going to suck but when you bring out any other context of what happened in this specific situation you're like yeah, but that's your fault, dude. Because like, if yeah. you guys just would have wore masks, like it would have been fine. If I'm a judge looking at this, I'm gonna be like, "Well, what happened before this?" Well, you're gonna be like, "Uh, hey, health department, like, why'd you close them down?" And they're like, "They didn't wear masks." And they're like, "What? You could you could have stayed open if you wore masks." <laughs> so like, like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Well, and yes, and a mask is like a basic health requirement in this case. And any time a restaurant violates health code. Well, that's the other thing. Yeah. It's like if, if they didn't have cheese a certain distance from the floor in the walk-in freezer, that's a fucking health yeah, violation. He was like, I'm closed. only going to serve moldy cheese. I don't give a fuck what you yeah, say. Yeah. They do the same stupid. thing. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, but if you just look at this as like a, it, shit's going to close down and people are going to lose jobs and blah, 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 blah. Then yeah. in Indiana and the country has done fucking fuck all to help local yeah, businesses yeah. yeah you're right but then we get into the good stuff like we talked about just now so uh, let me read from this part and this is uh the bottom of page 10 if you go look it up um it is irrational arbitrary and capricious to determine with or without evidence that the lack of face coverings worn by healthy yurgi employees is a condition uh causative of disease when among other things yurgi's customers are not required by applicable law ordinance or rule to wear face coverings at all times when present in yurgi's restaurant there is no evidence, let alone substantial evidence, that the lack of face coverings worn by healthy Yergi employees is a condition causative of disease or any other evidence of a condition created by Yergi that is causative of disease. There is no rational basis for requiring Yergi's healthy employees to wear a face covering when working for Yergi. The WCHD order was issued in defiance of Indiana Code 1619.311 and should have been uh, declared unforceable and set aside in its entirety by the hearing officer. Blah, 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 blah. And the last part's not needed. So, like, that's the whole thing. Like, nothing shows that healthy people know wear masks no make other people sick, bro. Yeah. Uh, people know wear mask in restaurant. They don't have to. Why we have to? Mm-hmm. It's just like caveman, like dumb shit. And like I, I'll agree that like it's bullshit that people can just go in and wear a mask, and you're like, I wore it while I was in until I was eating, and then I didn't wear it. Yeah, that's like, that, stupid. Yeah, that's fucking stupid too. And I agree with him there. But like the, the, as using that as an argument to why you don't have to is fucking equally as stupid. Right. <laughs> it's just just dumb. Also, <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> regardless of COVID, I I kind of think all restaurant employees should wear a mask. 
anytime they're handling food. I don't want you sneezing all over my shit. Like, even if you're quote-unquote healthy, that's still gross. Yeah, maybe not, like, delivering it to me as a waiter or waitress. No, but, like, but if you're cooking, making it. Wear a fucking mask. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of amazed that that wasn't the case. I know. I know. <sighs> okay. Yeah, so that was pretty dumb. It should have been. Anything there? Nope. Yeah, kind of dumb. Um, so, last part here. Um Moreover, uh, there has been no uh, evidence presenting or presented showing that Wells County, Indiana, is under imminent threat of widespread or severe damage, injury, or loss of life or property from the operation of, of Yergi's business if healthy Yergi employees do not wear face coverings. No one is forced to consume food product prepared by Yergi or otherwise visit Yergi's business or be served by a Yergi employee that is not wearing a face covering. Libertarian shit. Uh, <laughs> there is no rational uh, rational basis for the harshly disproportionate restrictions placed on Yergi, especially because it has not been established as fact that the asymptomatic individuals can even spread coronavirus. Yes, it has, and also because there is an increased risk of infection with cloth masks. <laughs> okay, let me read this last part. Let me read this whole thing over Who again. Who the fuck is their lawyer? I want to. It's it's a libertarian dude. His name is Mark Rutherford. Um, Does he actually have his license? Yes, Mark W. Rutherford. Uh, Operates out of Indianapolis. If you're going to go look dude. it out, um, there is no rational basis for the harshly disproportionate restrictions placed on Yergi, especially because it has not been established as fact that asymptomatic individuals can even spread coronavirus, and oh also God. and also because there is an increased risk of infection. No, hold on, an increased risk of infection with cloth masks due to moisture retention, reuse, and poor filtration. No, no. That's not a thing. So basically he's saying here, asymptomatic people can't spread it. Yep. Which false. we know is not. Yeah. False. Just outright false. Cloth masks <laughs> increase risk of infection. <laughs> That's not true. That's never been true. <laughs> so not only do they not work, they're worse. <laughs> so fucking stupid. It's just dumb. It's just dumb. Like like I said, that first part, they're right. Like, I don't want businesses to close. I don't want small businesses to close. I don't want people to lose their jobs. I get that, sure. Exactly. I get that. And the local, state, federal government has fucked over all of them in, in that regard. Yeah. But the idea that within the same case, he's like, not only do masks not work, they make you more sick and also... If you don't, if you, if you have it and don't show symptoms, you can't spread it. Like, okay. Yeah. Fuck, if fuck I, off. If I say it and I put it in writing with enough <laughs> conviction, then it's it, a lawsuit. So it's, it's real. True. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so like, if I believe right, in it hard enough, it'll get just be here. true. Yeah. It just makes me be like, shuffle on now. Yeah. Get out of here. Cry about it. Get out. Anything else there, Jenna? That just makes me laugh. It just sounds so stupid. I just cannot believe that somebody with an actual license to represent people would say things that are so unfounded in um, science. Like as you get older, and um, I mean, I'm not. I'm two days older than you. I don't. I'm not directly talking <laughs> Listen, to you. Listen, young one. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> 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 I'm not speaking directly to you here and I'm sorry if that was loud. Uh I just mean like the more you learn and like the longer you exist the more you're like you don't have to be smart to do half the fucking shit that we think smart people do. I know, but there like, should be some kind of regulation. Like like you just you don't have to be like critical. You don't have to be a critical thinker. Yeah. You just have to be like memorize shit or like prove that you can do right. this thing. 
but you don't have to be smart. You but don't also, have to like be a, a generally intelligent person who can operate right. in the world and in, in within a society that understands, you know, broad, semi-complicated concepts yeah. that affect one another and, you know, or, or intersectional, you know, that, that shit it may, maybe is actually the highest level of in, um, you know, intellect. Right. Because I don't, I, <laughs> arguing this shit is just fucking crazy. But it's just the idea that like someone could give you your license to be a lawyer and then no, because they don't ask, else? they don't ask questions like this. They don't go in a pandemic. What would you do? Uh, would no, you argue no. for somebody now? You didn't let me finish. <laughs> okay. 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 I was going to say that they don't look into if there's like a questionable case or something, they don't go back and look into like, Oh, you know, yeah, this person yeah, yeah. is kind of misusing their license. Like, should there be a follow-up? <laughs> at some point. Yeah, yeah, it's like, we should have to retake the driver's license exam at some point. Yes. At some Especially point. Especially when you're fucking, like, 80. <laughs> yeah. Retake that shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like maybe if your vision is, like, negative, you know, nine. <laughs> like, may- maybe. Yeah. Just, you know, do that again. And you're like, I don't even care about the parallel parking part. I just mean, like turning yeah <laughs> like stopping at a stoplight driving the speed limit seeing a sign period yeah. <laughs> are you colorblind <laughs> like yeah uh yeah there's questions to be had there very funny very funny very funny um again sad for the people that work there um i don't have much um sorry they work for such a dipshit yeah i don't i don't feel so bad about about that guy because if you guys go back and listen to the podcast that we talked about him on he's kind of uh a nutbag and and is yeah. willing to put people at risk that don't need to be and he's i have a tantrum yeah i have little sympathy about that but i do have sympathy for the workers sure. um you know they didn't know what they were getting into you can't in an interview ask me like hey if there was a pandemic would you just like try to kill me <laughs> for profit maybe they will <laughs> uh, i hope so um i hope they unionize or whatever i hope we all do um so before we get into our last segment here Fight and the power. Um, i know we're only like probably 25 to 30 minutes in and we're already getting to our last segment but that's because we're gonna um well i'll talk about it in a second because real quick before I, you get excited before you just get excited, wait uh, because i gotta pee real quick so we will be back in a uh, hot minute all right so i'm back from the urination station you <laughs> um let us go over our last little part here and by little i mean you know half the episode or whatever um <laughs> so continuing on uh from last week uh we're gonna cover a portion and i'll be honest we're not even gonna be able to get through all of the rest of jim banks's podcast oh no <laughs> we're not gonna be able to get through the rest of it because it, it it like there's just so much his get ready with me get ready with me but what, what do you mean we said the um his intro music was like, get ready with me from a YouTube video or like a makeup tutorial. Oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. intro yeah. music. So. Yeah, I didn't get that get ready with me part. It's that, a, that's it's a, a little, YouTuber yeah, thing. That's a little too much of a deep cut for me, but yeah. I did get the makeup tutorial like that. It was perfect. Um, but we're not even going to be able to get through the rest of it because there's just so much. There's literally just so much. So um, we will cover the rest of this along with our episode on Monday um, if there is anything else that we need to cover um i haven't listened to the you know last you know 20 minutes of it if there's anything that we need to cover there we will cover it then if not i'll just skip it and i'll let you know i'll just give a brief summary of of what's talked about but 
let's go ahead and get into it. So there's a number of things. This uh, first episode, and again, it, we're, we're ca- talking about Jim Banks's podcast. Jim Banks is the representative of Indiana's third district where me and Jenna live. Um, he's a shitbag, a terrible fascist, awful person. Um, takes all of his money from fucking, um, you know, defense contractors and, and, and rich people. Like it, it just doesn't represent our area at all. Um, he'll lie about representing it and he'll claim to represent it, but he, he doesn't <clears throat> in, in any way. Um, and he has now got a podcast because of course he does. He doesn't, he doesn't work. Um, and so let's go ahead and cover this. So we covered the first like five minutes, uh, on last week's episode. Mm-hmm. So go listen to that. If you haven't, um, this, this first clip, uh, all I have it labeled as, as, uh, <laughs> I just have it labeled yikes. Um, and I kind of forget what it is. So. Oh, cool. <laughs> so let's take a listen. I told Kayla that when I was um, when I was in high school, my earliest memories of politics were related to Rush Limbaugh. My mm-hmm. my dad or my grandpa would have Limbaugh on the car uh, when we would go on trips with our youth youth group with the Nazarene Church in Columbia City. The pastors would always have Limbaugh on in the yep. van, and those were the earliest political memories that I had. So I subscribed to the Limbaugh letter. Yep. I read both of the books, The Way Things Ought to Be, and uh, the the um, uh, see, I, see, see, I, I Told, told You So, so sure. were both of his books. And those were my, uh, in, in many ways, I give him credit for fostering an interest in politics on my part from listening to him on the radio. I, I was the- Yikes was right. <laughs> Fucking terrifying. Fucking, that's, that's, that's scary. That's scary. I mean, it, again, go listen to what we talked about about Limbaugh last week awful human being and yeah. if that's his introduction to this shit oh that's that's not good that's not good that's misogynistic xenophobic transphobic lgbt yeah. yeah all of it all of it that we talked about last week that's that's fucking terrifying yeah that is a hateful fucking bigoted evil man you know what i heard and if that's his introduction to politics jesus christ makes sense makes sense given jim banks yeah. his actions but yeah yeah. Okay. So when I listened to that, I heard, I heard one ideology when I was in a youth group, super sheltered in a fucking bubble, and I never changed my thought process since then. Yep. Because that simple logic and hateful spirit made sense to me, and I just stuck with it. Yep. One hundred percent. Um. Oh, someone's different than me. Oh, they must be terrible. I I can't believe that I don't have it here in my notes. Um for this episode um dude get out of your youth group fucking (laughs) if you're listening to this branch out from your youth group please god i mean it's okay to go to a youth group yeah i'm not saying that given no other information but like no matter what explore some other ideas as well no matter what you're doing if you're going to a a book club shouldn't be your only book club. if you're going to the you know a dsa meeting fucking explore some other ideas if you're dating a guy, date a couple guys. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I mean, I support that if if you're not in a committed really sure, relationship. If, yeah. I've been there. I've been around, you know, I've been dating yeah, a couple of people yeah. at the same time. So have you. Don't don't act like you haven't. Not uh exclusively though, I guess. That's my point. Is yeah. if you're not like dating somebody 
you know, exclusively. Or yeah, you have a couple people you're you seeing. You want to be no in an deal. open relationship? Uh, maybe talk that's to, cool too. Talk to the other person. And well, but see yeah, what you they gotta. Think. Yeah, you have to talk to them. Don't just be like, I'm gonna do it on my end, but you have to be monogamous. <laughs> yeah, yeah okay. it's gotta be a two way thing. Yeah, but yeah, you can see you know multiple people at once as long as you know you're all just kind of. The other out. people are consenting and knowledgeable of what's going on. Well, and you're just, you're just feeling it out. You know, yeah. like we're not committed to each other. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, we're on the same page, and I think people know what we're saying. Yeah, no, that was that was a joke. Yeah. <laughs> the point is, explore different ideas, and I'm sorry about the sound there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay, but yeah, the thing that I, I, I'm like almost offended at myself for not including because I, I literally thought I did, and maybe it is here because I don't like include the transcript of every clip that I, I, um, you know, cut, but, um, excuse me while I burp, Ew. bringing it back. I always say bringing it back. It happens every episode. It's, it's not bringing it back. It's just a classic classic. I don't know. I can't say that. Fuck me. Um, <laughs> I'm so, I'm so embarrassed. Um, but if I didn't include it here, there is a point where Pat Miller literally talks about indoctrinating his daughters like that's how i indoctrinated my children and and do you know what indoctrinate means jenna yes and i'm sure he knows too can can you define it It generally you don't need to you know give me the dictionary definition but just generally i mean to like instill beliefs into someone to a point where they don't question anything yes yeah it's to see when they're vulnerable it how we use it now? Yeah. Yes. For for the invulnerable part. Uh, inver- yeah. Yeah. Vulnerable. In uh, It's hard for me to say. When they're not vulnerable. <laughs> when they are. That's what I'm saying. Or no, when they are. Yes. 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 Sorry. Yes. 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 You're right. I'm, I'm an When idiot. their minds are more yes. absorbing yes. of things. They're yes. Mushy. Um, yeah. Pliable. But it, but it effectively means to teach someone something uncritically, which means like, I'm going to teach you this as if it's fact without any criticism mm-hmm. the subjective thing without any criticism and i don't know if i had included in included it here but he literally says that's how we indro- indoctrinated our children like to use he used it so flippantly that i was no like knows. what <laughs> i was like oh my god like he i was exactly listen- what i was saying. listening in the car and i was like oh. <laughs> Like I almost swerved off the road. I was like, you know what that word means, right? You dip. <laughs> oh my God. All I feel right. sorry for those daughters. Um, I feel bad for anyone who, because um, I can only know, imagine what that must lives be like. under these people's roofs. I, I, I hope they find she peace. She's a woman. Um, exactly. Yeah. And we're going to get into some misogyny later. Uh, don't worry. Um, but go, let's go ahead and listen to, um, um, the second clip here that I have, um, and we'll talk about it after the fact. Some of these other ones I have comments before, but this one we're just going to take in and then I'll co- comment on. I, I was the business manager for Allen County Ford, and it was a really large agency. So I'm in my office all the time. And Rush Limbaugh on my radio is how I found out that we were attacking Baghdad. Mm. That, that's how I found out it had started. And then for the next three days, Everybody was huddled around the radios in the in the dealership listening to it and all that. And finally, Mr. Boland came out and said, guys, eventually we have to sell cars. Okay, <laughs> You have to get back to your real life. <laughs> Got to get back to work. Oh, my God. I mean, so Rush Limbaugh is how he found out that we started the Iraq war. 
um, a word that we never should have started uh, that was premised on a lie yeah. uh, solely to get oil. Yes. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, <laughs> we got to get back and support capital. Yeah. The reason the fucking war started. And he's just like, yeah, well, you guys got to stop. Yeah, isn't that ironic? Like, you guys got to stop caring about all those innocent lives that we're going to kill and get back to supporting capital, which is why we're in there and killing all those innocent people. Like oil consuming vehicles. Yeah. It's just so like disgustingly connected and to laugh that off and not. And and my point is like, sure, as a story without context, sure, I kind of get it. Like, like we were fixed to like, this is a, a scary time and like we were all fixed to it. But like, with with context, you're like, it's it's gross, <laughs> like this yeah. is fucking disgusting. Like it's a war that we never should have been in. It, 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 yeah, it's just it's just it's gross. Yeah, it's gross to laugh that off instead of being like, uh, yeah, yeah. We could we could go on a long tangent on that, but we're not going to. <laughs> um, so last week, um, and we're gonna rush through some of these <laughs> rush. That's, that's what the next clip nice is about. One. We are going to speed through some of these clips. Uh, speedway, gas station, oil. Oh God, <laughs> we're going to go through some of these clips pretty uh, clips pretty quickly, um, just in the interest of time. But um, this last or this next one um, relates back to what we talked about last week about their obsession and you know praise of Rush Limbaugh, who is an absolute fucking dirtbag. Listen to what we said read mm-hmm. literally anything i think you guys already know yeah who rush limbaugh is but this um this next clip is about rush so let's listen to it but yeah but rush is just um it's it's not very often you hear him having to back away from a statement or a position that he's made he's mm-hmm. he's usually spot on from the outset so he's usually spot on mm. you if if mm. you guys remember what we talked about he's usually spot on about consent not being real yeah about how just do what you want about how no means yes yeah so that's what you want to teach your daughters sir he's spot on that it's okay if someone rapes them yeah we went into this last week that that this is evil disgusting fucking monster shit like this is psychopath fucking ted bundy crazy shit you're a woman just submit it's disgusting and we're not going to get into it anymore because we did it last week. Go listen to it if you, if you didn't. Um, but it's like, it's horrible. It, it, yeah. it's absolutely horrible and, and it's, yeah, it's just disgusting. Um, so let's move on to the, to our fourth clip here. Um, so here Pat is talking about, um, like the first big speech thing he did, mm-hmm. um, after he became a broadcaster and he talks about, I don't think in the clip, but before he talks about how like Ann Coulter and Todd Starnes were there, blah, 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 blah. If you don't know who those people are, they're shitbags. And he brags about um, getting a standing ovation, um, which is what a loser does, Mm -hmm. uh, bragging about getting a standing ovation. Um, and, And then he says this. So let's go ahead and listen. And, and it, when I came off the stage, Charlie goes, how'd that make you feel? I said, like, I want to resign my program. <laughs> um, you're very kind in the things you say to me. I never come at it like that, thinking that this is who I am or anything. What I say there is everything I said 
before I was ever on radio. It's the way we live in our household. Um, it's the same precepts that I use when I teach my Bible class on Sundays. It's the same way we Ugh. indoctrinated our daughters. Um, it, it's just who we are. So there you go. I, I did I did have the clip where he goes, it's, it's just the way that we indoctrinated our daughters. Like, that's fucked up, dude. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. To be like, that's the way that we uncritically um, taught our daughters an ideology and a belief, whether it be religious or political or whatever, moral, that there's literally no other way to think about it. We uncritically taught them this, you know, never told them to question it. That's fucked up. Yeah. I grew up in Catholic education. I got fucked by that. I got fucked like fucked me for years and yours wasn't even probably as like severe as some people have had a hundred percent it wasn't a hundred percent it was disgusting that they can do that to children but so yeah i I forgot that i had that here but like that's fucking crazy yeah and to be like uh, oh um i think jim's question there was like um what's like a uh struggle or something or I, i i don't exactly remember but like for him to be like, oh, I got this big thing, and then I got stand, standing ovation, and then, you know, uh, I said, you know, that's just how I talk all the time. That's that's always how I talk. Yeah. That's how I, you know, lied to my daughters and, and taught them fake information, and, and that's how I uh, sold them propaganda. Like, it's fucking crazy. You make it him sound much more innocuous. I mean, that's not how he talks. I mean, he's, but he literally said indoctrinate. Yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy to me. That's crazy. I, can't, not, I, can't, I don't understand. I'm not surprised. Like, talk to anybody, left, right, middle, center, fucking anyone. Everyone agrees that indoctrinate is bad. <laughs> like, to teach somebody uncritically is crazy. And, I mean, half of them are lying because they're right indoctrinates people all the time <laughs> i was gonna say i'm sure there's some like ultra I mean, conservatives yeah, who would say no, that it's no. a good thing well, to they, indoctrinate your children but they wouldn't say it out loud to you or me they would say it to their crazy nutbag friends yeah. they would yeah. say it to robert welch and fucking andrew breitbart but they wouldn't say it to us you know they they mm-hmm. uh, um but that 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 blew my mind like that that i had to when i first heard that mm-hmm. was like a, a week and a half ago i like turned it off i was like i i i, I I couldn't handle it. I yeah. was like, that's how we indoctrinate her. Like he just says it off the cuff. Yeah. Like, it, like it's just nothing. Like I went to get a slam gym. Right. <laughs> right. That's, right, how, that's right. how we indoctrinated our children. <laughs> like what? That's how I brainwashed my fucking kids. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. This is crazy. Okay. Ears. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Um, yeah. It's just crazy. Um, so this next clip is, um, I think, I think it's Pat talking and this is, um, an example of something that I feel, and and maybe you can agree after you hear it, that honest people who act in good faith never need to stipulate or talk about. Mm, it's okay. just something that, um, if you, if you act in good faith, you, you don't ever need to say, and you never would. So let's take a listen. If for some reason you know, the fairness doctrine becomes a reality or something, and woe will get shut down, and I get the rug pulled out from under me. I just go back to my real life, but I'm going to be the same person. My personal message never changes. Um, You know, I don't alter it for who I'm talking to or why I'm doing what I'm doing. When I say things about you uh, when we're on the air, they're genuine, they're real, they're the same things I say to your face that I would say, you know, to out down in the open. I've never told a person that because... The people that I talk to understand that. (laughs) 
like maybe I'm reading into it, but like I've never felt the need to convince somebody that I'm being honest. <laughs> also, I just haven't. Like you're not that famous that I would expect you to act differently. You're not like fucking Robert Downey Jr. where I'm like, you know, he's still the same old guy. Like you fucking, you're on radio. What the? Well, like, uh, yes, yes, that you're a local broadcaster. Yeah. Sure. But like bring it back even more. Like have you ever felt the need to be like, hey, and I wouldn't say this to you. I, I feel this way if I'm talking to you, if I'm talking to my sister, if I'm talking yeah, to my no. cousin. If somebody said that to you, I'd instantly be like, I don't believe you. Like, you're a douchebag. You <laughs> sound like, like a douchebag. I'd be like, I think I, that makes me think that you're lying. Yeah. Like, if you feel the need to say that, I kind of feel like. Well, who the fuck talks like that? I, I've never said that in just my life. Fucking talk to me. I, I'm just honest. <laughs> I, I've, def, I've never had like. Yeah, it's just crazy. It's just crazy. Also, to he has it's, very it's much nuts. a white savior complex. Um, like I'm doing this for the people. I think less white sure but i think the more realized complex is male um or i don't know i listen to more of him okay. if, if if any listeners um have listened to enough of pat miller it, it, push back on me if i'm wrong but like like I, i'm interested in your thoughts on this as well because i i think i don't think you're wrong jenna mm-hmm. like um but i think maleness is more of his um, sure complex than whiteness yeah um, although whiteness is surely a part of it. <laughs> I just think it's less realized. Um, maybe, maybe more, um, implicit or internalized. Mm-hmm. Uh, but well, I shouldn't even say internalized. I, I just mean like, I think it's explicit that it's maleness rather than it is whiteness, but it, it's both. I mean, it is definitely mm-hmm. both. Um, so let's listen to our next one here. Um, so Jim led into this um, talking about how when he goes on uh, to the show, to, to Pat Miller's show, he gets to talk to the conservative base of the district, Indiana's third district, mm-hmm. um, and whether or not whether or not that's true, Pat's response, uh, response is pretty interesting here. So let's listen and then, and then we'll talk. Sometimes when when I view Northeast Indiana, it almost feels like an enormous fraternity and sorority to me. That you know, when I'm out, like if I if I go up to Lagrange and I speak at a thing in Lagrange, I don't know them really, but they know me. But you talk to them for thirty seconds and you realize the heartbeats are the same pulse. You know, everything's the same, and you don't get that everywhere in the country. You know, you just you don't even get that in Indianapolis. You know, and I'm from Indianapolis, <laughs> but but you don't even even really get that there. It's it's a different animal there. So. First of all, I'm like, if you only talk to people who agree with you, then, then no shit. Yeah, then no shit. <laughs> They're going to be like, yeah, we got the same pulse. And people who've been trained not to question anything yeah, yeah. that anyone he, says. He, he literally just said he indoctrinated his kids. Yeah, like, so obviously they're going <laughs> to agree with whatever you say. But like, yes. So we're on the same page there. Right? Like, yeah. we get it. Like, no shit. If you only talk to people that agree with you, then also, they're going to agree with you. I have another point. I, yeah. I think, let's see if it's the same. Okay. It's bullshit. People in Indiana are fucking nice. We're fucking nice to each other. We are like the definition of the fucking Midwest fucking nice shit. I I have been all over the state of Indiana. Okay. All over. I was in, I, I don't mean this to sound cool because it's not cool. It's pretty losery. 
I was in Glee Club in college, but part of being in Glee Club, we traveled literally all around the state to do performances. I met people from all over this fucking state. Mm-hmm. Everyone is fucking nice. Yeah. It's Always. The yeah. They're just fucking nice. Like they, they, they're just polite nice people they don't they don't challenge things mm-hmm. they, there's there's Probably no pushback enough. yeah and to a fault I, yeah. I i i'm with i agree with that to a fault but like <laughs> he's, he's he's lying about i've been to indianapolis people are i go and meet people in indianapolis they're just as in tune with me well, as i am from here in fort wayne fucking all over like it, it it i don't feel any superiority it, i feel fucking just bland niceness around this entire state from yeah. everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and maybe that's a privileged thing. I, I put I, I acknowledge that that might be the case, but what I yeah. feel like I'm very interested he's getting at with that is, is that <laughs> no, is that I only consider people who are conservative like me to be people. Oh, wow. And I can't talk to people in indie because they're liberals and I don't consider them people, so I can't speak to them. Jenna, beautiful insight. I I th- I think your intuition is valid. <laughs> I can't say that you're right. And I don't even think that you're saying that you're right. I, no, but I'm I just think, saying that's what I feel. I from, think, yeah, I, I think your intuition and your feeling is 100% accurate because these people, these right wing people, if, if you go listen to the, you know, high level people, mm-hmm. Rush, fucking um, Glenn Beck, fucking Hannity, um, Mark Levin, Mm-hmm. Um, Alex Jones, who isn't syndicated like those people are, but is still big. Mm-hmm. Um, even like fucking Coast to Coast AM, which I used to fucking love to listen to, is crazy and largely nuts. Um, especially, I think, with George Norrie or whoever does it. Oh, they make fun of that all the time on last podcast on the left. Yeah, and like, <laughs> I mean, I used to, so like, it, just to sidetrack a little bit here, I, I had a girlfriend um, in high school who lived up like so we're i mean we live in fort wayne Mm -hmm. and i live like close to downtown fort wayne and and she lived way up north like union chapel road which if you guys know is like north of fort wayne it's it's not in city limits Mm -hmm. and so i'd have like a 30 minute drive back home in high school and um i'd go and stay late you know stay till 12 or whatever and I, I drive home and listen to fucking George Norrie on Coast to Coast AM all mm-hmm. the time. And then I'd stay up all night and fucking listen to George Norrie because it's fucking ghost stories and sh- cool shit like that. Yeah. But sometimes he'd bring on fucking white nationalists, <laughs> like yeah. white supremacists. And I'd be like, oh, no, that's not it. <laughs> like, I want the ghost stories. I yeah. don't want that shit. <laughs> um, but anyway. Priorities. Um, so when you say that, I'm like, yeah, your intuition makes a ton of fucking sense. Yeah. Like, I, I can't, I can't, I don't know for sure, but like, um, I think your initial feeling the there is way, very valid. Yeah, I think it's very valid. That's the only way these people exist is that they surround themselves with a bubble of people who yeah. agree with them. Well, how could you, how could you think all the things that you do if you, if, if you don't do that? Because they know if they stepped outside of that bubble, someone would be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Well, or, or yeah, not even that. Like they would just talk about it and, and you'd have to 100% think about it and be like, yeah, that makes sense. And I think I'm wrong. <laughs> like, and they just can't admit that they're wrong. They're, I think they're narcissists. Well, yeah, they don't want to be challenged at all. Yeah. Well, that guy sounds exactly like a narcissist. Oh, yeah. Both of, both of these fuck bags here. Yeah. Pat, and, Pat Miller and, J, and Jim Banks are both fucking yeah. narcissists. I, I have no doubt 
about that in my mind at all. Um, and I don't mean even clinically. I just think that they think that they are the fucking cream of the crop. They, yeah, I'm better than everyone. Yes, yeah, they they think that they are better than everybody, yes. Um, so that was pa- pa- uh, Pat's response. And so right after this, Pat, um, he talks about when his contracts come up or when one of his contracts come up or came up. Um, uh, he says that he's not going anywhere because, you know, this is his home and he wants to stay here. Um, and then, and then Jim Banks does this like really fucking weird plug that, I mean, it's just so weird that I had to include it. It's, it's really weird. (laughs) Let's listen still want to go to my church and I still want to, you know, attend ball games at the schools we love. And that's not going to change. So, well, we, and we appreciate that about you. This is Congressman Jim Banks, my podcast grounded with Jim Banks. And we have a very <laughs> dear friend, a special guest, Pat Miller from Wo the afternoon radio host three to three, six, three to six yeah, every day. <laughs> yep. I did. Okay. There's multiple things I love about that because either Jim wasn't sure when his program was yeah no he wasn't i don't know if he wasn't but either he wasn't it could be both it could be both of these things but either he wasn't jim wasn't sure when pat's program was or pat wasn't confident that jim knew when his program (laughs) was because he had to interrupt him and tell him what it was yeah (laughs) these fuckers don't care they don't they fucking hate each other they do they don't fucking like each other they fuck they're fucking sucking each other's dicks because they know that it's a fucking sea lamp prey on a fucking shark yeah it's fucking nothing they they, they're they're fucking leeches they they don't care about each other they're evil fucking people who just want to shout propaganda and say that they're fucking right because they're white fucking men and i don't know if it's just because they're white fucking men but like if you listen to enough of them the white maleness does come up come up enough that you're like fuck that yeah but like they just think they're so fucking sacred or whatever i don't know yeah. they're fucking psychos it's, it's disgusting and that just made me laugh so hard when he again either didn't know or pat felt like he didn't know and either way it's perfect <laughs> fuck you both i hate them so much so any comments on that? You you got what I was saying. Yeah, no, it's funny. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to go off a little bit there because it, it just made me laugh so hard. All right. So next clip here. Um, Jim asks uh, Pat Miller um, if it ever like wears him down, uh, you know, wears him out doing the show. Being that racist. <laughs> he doesn't say that. Just like, does it ever wear you out doing the show? And um, let's listen to Pat's response, and then, of course, we'll have comments. But I would be terrified. When I go on the air, um, I don't know if you've ever seen one of my schedules that I use, but we've got every quarter hour logged out, and I lay out the stories I want to cover when I want to cover them. Um, I will only use about 15 to 20 printed stories that I've gathered, but I come to the studio with about 45 to 50. And the reason I do that is... When you start a program, I've got my schedule. I think I know what's going to happen with the show, but sometimes that's not what happens. A couple of phone calls will send you a certain direction, um, or something that you thought would be a really hot topic isn't, and so you got to be able to move on. But my biggest fear, I don't ever want it that whatever subject we're talking about, I don't want something to call into my program and somebody to ask me about something, and I don't know the answer. I hate that. 
And it's happened. I mean, you know, hey, did you hear this book about so-and-so? No. I said, I tell you what, give me the title again, and, I'll, and I will. I'll go get the book. I'll read it and, you know, know about it later. But I hate not knowing because I've heard some guys in talk radio that don't know even as much as they're saying. <laughs> <laughs> that scares me to death. All right. Can so, I just ask, what is his body type? Um, go ahead and look up a picture of him. Um, you want to do it right now? Go, go ahead and do it right now. Um, I'll, I'll do it. I mean, you can talk about your thoughts on that. Yeah, and in, that in the meantime, later. while you're looking that up, I will say, um, so the ma- most, like, wearing, like, hard part of your job is, is doing your job. Like, his first response was, like, I, I look up a lot of things to talk about those things. And, you know, if your job is a radio host talking about the news, like, yeah, you got to look up shit. Yeah. Like that's just part of your job. Mm-hmm. Like that it sounds like he's doing his job and wants praise for doing his job. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm like that that just sounds like the role. <laughs> like like it just it doesn't sound like anything extra. Um, it's crazy because it kind of sounds like somebody that you and I both know who yes. is a narcissist <laughs> who talks about their job in the same kind of cadence yes. of like and you won't believe what happened next. Yes. Um, All right. I'll just say that that is um, a relation to me and Jenna that we know. Um, Yes. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And and you, you, you if you're listening, you probably know somebody who's like that who just wants. We all we have a coworker. uh, um, We know some your boss. I'm holding up my fucking microphone right now. I'm picking it up off the fucking table. We have a fucking president. Who fucking feels that way? And I'm yeah. not fucking talking about Donald Trump. I'm talking about Joe fucking Biden. Yeah. Did you listen to the fucking recording of him talking to the fucking leader of the NAACP where he was like, hey, I fucking won. I called Trump a racist. What do you want from me? I'm done. Your res- your requests, meaningless. Fuck off. I did my fucking job. I called him a racist. Take a fucking walk. Mm. Joe Biden's a fucking prick. Okay, that's not where we're going to get into here. He's a shitbag. I fucking hate him. Um, let's roll it on back. <laughs> to pick up my microphone cord there, or my headphone cord. Um, so, so again, Jim asked Pat if it ever wears him down to do the show. Mm-hmm. And Pat talks about, well, I read all these work quotes and I bring more than we're going to cover, which again is just like, okay, so you're doing the show. Mm-hmm. Like that's how fucking radio show works. You bring mm-hmm. more than you're going to cover because you're never going to have time to cover all of it, but you want to be overprepared. Like that's, it's just fucking a radio show. Yeah. Like I've never even done a fucking radio show and I know that's how fucking radio show works. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he goes, uh, my biggest fear is basically having to accept the fact that I don't know something. Mm-hmm. Like, you hate that? That's just learning. Yeah. Like, my biggest fear is that a caller is going to call in and tell me something that I don't know. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> like, I, when I heard that, I, again, I was like jaw dropped. Like, that's learning. But it's that fear response. Because well, he's a fucking we've... narcissist. But also. I have to know fucking everything. I can't fucking stand when somebody calls in and tells me something that I don't know. Makes me look like an idiot. No, you're, you don't look like an idiot. You just look like a person. You, no one can know everything. You, <laughs> ah, It's psycho shit. Yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. It's okay. No, I was just saying there's that study that they came out with where they scanned the brains of people who were generally conservative versus more liberal and they found that the like fear center is more activated with the unknown in people that sure. identify yeah. as conservative. Yeah, yeah, that's why conspiracies work so so well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just like you don't know something, that's fine. 
Like, yeah. if, I, if I'm listening to the radio and like a talk radio, I, I don't expect them to know everything. Or some people seek that out. And, and I kind of love when people teach other things and I get to see that. Like, if you ever watch somebody teach another person something, mm-hmm. it's like a really amazing experience. Mm-hmm. Let alone being taught something or yeah. teaching another person something. Like, yeah. just the simple idea of being open to the fact that you don't know everything <laughs> is not only super freeing, it's like just right. <laughs> it's just like how we should behave as as humans. Like, we just don't know everything. That That's just how it is. I think that's honestly one of my favorite things about like the world in general is yeah, that exactly. I know that there's so much that I have yet to discover. Exactly. Like, like, and it makes me excited. One of the only reasons that I can want to continue living is the fact that there are things that I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> like I, and I don't mean that bleakly. I mean that completely honestly. Yeah, no, me too. Like I hate the world that we live in. I don't see much of a future. We'll talk about that some other time. But like it, the idea that I don't know everything and that there are things that I don't know is like the biggest beacon of light for me. It's it's cool. Yeah, it's just I mean, neat. You could devote your whole life to just like the acquisition of knowledge. I have. Would still be things that you I don't have know. And you have, but like, well, if you're listening, not as to much this, as I'd like to. If you're but. listening to this, I think you have, because we'll never. No one will ever know any, everything. No mm-hmm. one will ever even know one percent of everything. Yeah. Because everything is like also people's experiences, mm-hmm. and like that's. I, I mean, I, I don't want to go too off on a tangent here, but I think that's what somewhat what podcasts are are kind of fun about mm-hmm. is that you, you it's like it's people and they talk about their lives within these greater contexts of social problems and again mm-hmm. not all podcasts some podcasts are just about like the patriots mm-hmm. um which maybe they do yeah i'm sure they do too though that's the thing i'm sure they talk about their greater experience sure. within the patriot universe like it, it's these uh, like anthologies of of like literal human experience yeah um but but if if you're teaching a greater thing, it's even better. Like, I don't know. Just the idea that like to be your greatest fear is that somebody calls and doesn't. You don't know what they're talking about. Like it, like I would love to be able to do calls on this show. I, I don't know how we could ever do that. But like if we could, mm-hmm. I would fucking love that. Yeah. And, and if I didn't know something, I'd just start fucking asking questions and looking right. shit up. I, and like if it, I, I I have a general you know base of knowledge if it sounded stupid i'd be like oh okay great i'll, I'll look that up and then i mm-hmm. would right. but if it sounded like reasonable i'd, be, I'd start asking questions like it wouldn't scare me mm-hmm. it would make me happy i'd get to learn like yeah. like i just hear that and and again if you look listen to back to what we talked about last week i hear that and i'm just like this guy is just full of himself yeah he just thinks that he fucking deserves it and thinks he can do it and like is terrified of being wrong like yeah it's just fucking narcissist shit sick yeah it's gross learning is good pat yes listen learning is good maybe i'll call in tomorrow and be like hey check out uh who's your daddy we talked about you <laughs> should i should oh, i i don't know I'll, I'll do it tomorrow i got in a couple of weeks ago all right i can get in i got in when i was fucking 14 i talked to him when i was like a fucking teenager I'll, I'll, I'll do it tomorrow and tell him to listen. All right. So um, our uh, penultimate clip. <laughs> Remember penultimate? Remember when you made fun of me about saying penultimate because it's popular in the barbershop community? Mm, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel nervous. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Turtle. Turtle. 
<laughs> Remember that movie? That was such a good movie. Yeah, Master of Disguise. Master of Disguise. I watched it so many right? times as a kid. It was like the go-to-bed movie for a year. That was your go-to-bed movie? It was one of them. I mean, it's I had like many. It's a very upbeat movie. What were a couple of your go-to-bed movies? I had uh, BFG. The fuck is that? Big Friendly Giant. Oh. The car, uh, not uh, the animated version. Not the Iron Giant. No, the Iron Giant Iron Giant was 100% also one of my go-to-bed movies. Oh, okay. So it was a great outdoors with Dan Aykroyd. Nice. Who believes in UFOs. Yeah, he's awesome. He's a nutbag. He's also been on last podcast on the list. You know, he owns like kettle vodka. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, he like full in on the, on the alien he, shit. He is a little bit <laughs> off the rails, but yeah. I like him. He was, he, he, <laughs> he said that like, he was like, uh. He was on like some night, uh, late night show, and he was like, uh, "The orbs were over New Jersey, and they saw 9/11, and they, <laughs> that's why they don't want to talk to us." <laughs> you know that? Like that's 100% legitimate. Go look that up. Not surprising. Yeah, I love Dan Aykroyd. He's he's nuts, and I love him. Uh, <laughs> anyway, um, so penultimate clip here. Jim asks Pat, and, and this is actually a clip that we're going to talk a little bit about. And I know Jenna, it's getting late, but so we'll go through this somewhat quickly quickly but uh jim asks pat about some of his most memorable interviews um and then pat says uh he says mike pence newt gingrich uh george bush so like off the bat just like fucking ghoulish fucking yeah just a fucking awful terrible people um but then he says this and um my god it's bad um when i talked to tom cotton who I think is brilliant, by the mm-hmm. way. Uh, I, th- I think Tom Cotton, he, he's a little like you in the same respect, and he doesn't come out with a lot of superfluous terms. He's not trying to <laughs> impress me with the way he says what he says. Read but stupid. But he ends up impressing me with the simplicity and then the depth of what mm-hmm. he says. And if I interview him two years from now, he's going to say exactly the same stuff exactly the same way. That's why I think, by the way, if you want to write this down, there's going to be an incredible future for him, yes, by the way, for I Tom agree. Cotton. So, first of all, superfluous. <laughs> it's superfluous. Yeah. It's it's Dumb not a hard shit. word to say. It's a freshman year vocab word. Yeah. Like freshman year high school. SAT word. Yeah, yeah. It's not superfluous. Jesus Christ. It's not superfluid. <laughs> Sorry about your ears, guys. Holy yeah. shit. That was a good laugh, burp. Terrifying. Terrible. Um. Okay, so... All those people that we mentioned before the clip are terrible, but Tom Cotton is also fucking terrible. Just, like, awful. So, like, this is legitimately someone that we should be scared of. Um, And I mean that in the sense that he's a fascist, authoritarian, um, you know, just like Banks and Trump and and all these other dickholes. But he is smart, and he is savvy, Hmm. um, and it's terrifying. Like, Mm -hmm. he's the one that... I'm scared of like running in 2024 Ugh. Um, or, or, or uh, you know, Trump Jr. or whatever fucking mm-hmm. running and, and him being like really pulling the strings. Um, so I'm not going to get into into too much about him, but um, I urge you to just read about him and, and our listeners. I'm, I'm sure you already know. I'm sure you already know about Tom, Tom fucking cotton that like he just is. His name's fucking Tom Cotton, and he's a descendant of fucking slave owners. Yeah. Because of fucking course he is. Um, but, like, 
just go look them up. So th these are just some quick things from Wikipedia because I don't want to get too much into it. So following the killing of George Floyd, Cotton rejected the view that there is, quote, systemic raci uh, racism in the criminal justice system in America. Fucking idiot. Amid the following pro uh, protests, Cotton advocated on Twitter that the military be used to support police and to give, quote, no quarter for insurrectionists, anarchists, rioters and looters. In the military, the term no quarter refers to, uh, refers to the killing of lawfully surrendering combats or combatants, which is a war crime under the Geneva Convention. Jesus. Cotton sub, uh, subsequently said that he was using the colloquial uh, version of the phrase and mm. cited examples of Democrats in the mainstream media also using the phrase. He was calling for the, the, the murder of Americans. Yeah. Who were rightfully protesting over the fact that the fucking police killed a man. Mm-hmm disgusting a few days later in an opinion piece by cotton entitled quote send in the troops uh which was published uh by the new york times um and argued for the deployment of federal troops to counter looting and riot uh rioting in major american cities dozens of new york times staff members sharply criticized the article blah 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 um just just that's that's fucking crazy that's fucking crazy gross. And Jim does this shit too, but Jim's an idiot, and and yeah. Tom is again an idiot, but he's a smart idiot. I think you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Like he's a capable idiot. Sure. Jim is an incapable. Idiot. Yes. He he's just fucking dumb. He's just an like, imbecile. He's just fucking you know. Yeah. Claws on the keyboard, just fucking idiot. Yeah. Um. So some comments on slavery here, which why does he have comments on slavery? Yeah, just just like if, if, if you have comments on slavery. Also, who's asking for his comments? Exactly. It implies that you you kind of are OK with slavery. Like if you have comments on slavery, you wouldn't have them unless it wasn't. Slavery is bad, awful, terrible, should never exist. <laughs> like if you have them, I think you might be sympathetic. So, in July 2020, Cotton introduced the Saving American History Act of 2020, uh, which proposed legislation preventing the use of federal tax dollars for the teaching of the 1619 Project, which was an initiative of the New York Times. Um, if you guys don't know about it, you know, history of black America, um, slavery, that, you know, that kind of stuff. It's very interesting. In an interview with the Arkansas Democrat Gazette, uh, Cotton is a senator from Arkansas. Um, he commented on slavery, saying, quote, as the founding fathers said, it was the necessary evil upon which the union was built. But the union was built in a way, as Lincoln said, to put slavery on the course to its ultimate extinction. Fuck that that's why do you feel like, why does he feel like he needs to even like shit like exactly even if you believed that insane shit why would you say it yeah that's fucking crazy so joshua d rothman um who's a history professor um at the university of alabama responded that slavery was neither necessary nor on the way to extinction when america was founded because it was a choice defended or accepted by most white americans for generations and it expanded dramatically between the revolution and the civil war because yeah. of fucking course it did yeah. i don't i don't even fucking need a, a fucking historian to tell me that no. that's insanity that's absolutely insanity. Fuck you, Tom Cotton. And for these guys to be like, yeah, yeah, he's a great guy. I think he's got a future. 
That's fucking nuts. Yeah, write that These down. people are the most racist shit bags in the fucking world, and they're such fucking cowards they won't even fucking say yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Like, I can't, I, it's incredible. It, it, the, and that's the thing that pisses me off. If you guys want to know why I am so adamant about calling out Jim Banks and, and Pat Miller a little bit here mm-hmm. uh, overall, um, it's because they're fucking cowards. Yeah. It's because they're fucking cowards. Like, I mean, obviously, I, w- I would fucking call out and fucking hate anybody who's a racist fucking shitbag like like these people. But for them, they're, they're so cowardly about it mm-hmm. that they won't just fucking say it. Yeah. Like Tom Cotton, it, I don't want to say at least because that's not right. But like he just fucking says it. Mm-hmm. These people, they, they won't fucking say it. Jim Bank, they won't fucking say it because they're fucking cowards. They have their little fucking tail between their legs. And all they do is fucking... St- fucking kiss the ass of anybody who's above them anybody who will give them what they want which is power and fucking money Mm -hmm. it's disgusting i fucking hate these people and i know you already heard this last week but i i feel like it's important to go over this stuff and i was thinking about this earlier while i was in the urination station (laughs) i hate it when you say that (laughs) Uh, it's my favorite (laughs) phrase um because like maybe this stuff isn't important you know we don't have a lot of listeners you know, 60 to 100 on any episode. But maybe this will be out in the ether. And maybe in 100 years, somebody will listen back to this. And it will give context to what the people who lived in, in his district thought. Yeah. And they'll be able mm-hmm. to, a historian, will be able to look back and say, this is what they were talking about. This is what they were thinking about. This is how they felt. At least some people. Like, there was pushback. So I do actually value you know, I know we talk about a lot of the same things, but like I do value it because I think maybe somewhere sometime in the future in this, in the, in the, you know, broad historical context, there will be this record that, that we're not, you know, not everyone here agreed with this awful, awful mm-hmm. racist, terrible, misogynistic, xenophobic, transphobic, evil human being. Yeah. That there were good people here. And, and I don't even mean good. Just like not fucking evil. <laughs> like, because I'm like, I'm not perfect. <laughs> just like fucking not evil people. So, yeah. I don't know. Maybe that, that was a little bit of a diatribe there, uh, you know, side. But I, I do you know, find a reason in going over this stuff, you know, over again and over and over again. Maybe I'm wrong. You know, convince me that I'm wrong. I'm, I'm open to that completely. I mean, I don't think it's hurtful to call people out on their shit. Yeah, me neither. If they're doing bad shit, hey. Exactly. So I lied um, about the penultimate clip. Okay. This is the penultimate clip. Okay. Uh, we have two more clips. Um, so here, Jim and Pat lay out clearly, very clearly, that Pat's program is, isn't is critical in the sense that it's open to new ways of thinking. It's it's not critical in well, that I way at all. Well, I could have guessed that. Of course. But... It is critical in the sense that it aims to give Jim a platform to explain his terrible actions to a specific group of people. So while you're listening, both the listeners and you, Jenna, Mm -hmm. see if you can spot which group um, that that we're talking about here. I, I, I think you will. This region, as their conservative voice, you're also holding me accountable to mm-hmm. do what I'm supposed to do when I go to Washington and vote yeah. for conservative values in Washington, yeah. D.C. If I really line up 
with all your constituents. There's times when, on the spur of the moment, you have to take a vote or make a statement that everybody that doesn't know all the behind the scenes that led up to it at the outset don't understand. And so even if I think I understand, I'll come out and I'll hit you with it a little bit because I think the guy listening at his table in Bern and the guy that's with his wife up in Angola, they need to hear why it is you did what you did. So even though I think maybe I've got it figured out, I'm going to I'm going to hit you with the question that first hit me when I found out that's how you were going to vote or this is what you said, you know, and that kind of thing. Because I think it gives you the platform to help more people out there on the inside, you know, to know the inside scoop behind how it is we got where we got. It's a service to the listeners sure. to know how, how did I arrive at voting for this piece of legislation that might have some bad and some good and those tough choices that yeah. I have to make. And I'm, I'm grateful for that. I'm also grateful that. So like we already knew that Pat's program was propaganda for people like Jim, mm-hmm. but I think there was a pretty like telling moment in there. Um, did you, did you spot it? Well, I want to hear your take on it first. Well, let's, let's hear what you have to say. I, w- I want to hear it. I mean, I, I just see him as already preaching to people who like, like, I don't really understand the sentiment of like, well, I need to, I needed to explain because people that are listening to him already ag- agree with basically everything that he's saying and he's voting for. He's not like progressive in any way. That That's a hundred percent part of it. Yes. So, I took that like, away they too. They would just follow your lead anyways. Yep. I took that away too. But did you notice where he was like that guy in Bern, that guy in Angola with his wife, like just the idea that like oh it's a dude it's only it's only white men well yeah it's only white men i i don't i don't care i don't care what women think <laughs> yeah it it could never be a woman listening it could never be a woman thinking for herself mm. that guy in angola with his wife like that's a fucking crazy statement yeah and again you might be going you're reading too much into this adam listen to him Listen to Pat Miller. Listen to Jim Banks. Listen yeah. to them talk. Listen to what they're saying. You add it all together. These fucking people fucking hate women. They hate them. They view them as property. Yeah. Things to control. Things to own. Things to, to manipulate. They're tools to them. Yeah. They're part of the landscape. Mm-hmm. They're, they're not things to be engaged with intellectually. Mm-hmm. It's it, And again, push back if you think I'm wrong, but I... I if you've listened to Pat Miller, if you've listened to Jim, I don't see how you can think anything other than that. And, and that that clip is very telling to me. Yeah. Like if somebody was like, what do you think listeners get from your show, from from this? I, I wouldn't speak about gender. <laughs> I wouldn't. I, I'd be like, I don't know. I think they might find it interesting to, you know, get a little bit of insight about Indiana from a different perspective than than most people do. Most mm-hmm. people think that Indiana is pretty right and, and we offer a little bit of a different perspective. And so any listeners might think that like I wouldn't speak about gen- like to, to even like it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Like, and again, you add that all in. I'm, I I just don't have any other way to be like, no, you're being a fucking misogynist. Like, mm-hmm. like you're disgusting. That So that's what I took away from that. It's white fucking men. You're like, oh, I love my program because I get to speak to other fucking white men. <laughs> yeah. You know, just like me. Yeah. Who got his job by being a white man. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> who can fucking talk. All right. So. Let's get to our last clip here. Um, it, it's a long clip. It's two minutes long, um, a little bit over two minutes long. And I, 
I could say a, a ton about what happens throughout it. Um, but I am confident that any of our listeners will get it. I, I don't think that we need to talk about it. And I'm confident you'll get it, Jenna. I mean, I, there's so many things in this clip that I, I just don't, I'm not worried that anyone will question yeah. what's going on. But um, the last thing here, <laughs> um, the last clart, uh, the last part of the clip, last clart of the plit, the last part of the clip, um, it, it's, it's just so funny. It, it's so funny and so amazing to me. Um, and, and we'll talk just a tiny little bit about that before we close out. So let us listen. Um, I had the opportunity to visit with the vice president when he was here a few weeks ago, right before election day. And, um, he, uh, had, had a large rally in Fort Wayne at the Mm -hmm. airport. Greatest speech um, I've ever heard him give, by the way. It was a great speech, um, which he, and he's a great speaker who gives a lot of great speeches. And it was one of maybe, maybe the best speech we've ever heard him give. It was long, but it was substantive. Yep. And uh, di- I, I often say, Pat, that the vice president articulates and defends the the Trump record far better than Trump has ever yeah. articulated and, yep. and defended the Trump record. And he, yeah, did, he, does, he did it that night. He doesn't have all the Trumpisms in there. So, <laughs> uh-huh. uh, But during the rally, he introduced a number of elected officials. And um, I hope this doesn't sound arrogant, but when he introduced me, there was a large applause yep. because the audience was a conservative sure. audience. And he, he introduced others that didn't get as large of an applause, who are well-known, but I won't name their names. When we were backstage, the vice president saw me, and he, as he, he kind of furrowed his brow and you know, kind of looked at me funny and said, Boy, Jim, they they really like you here, and I and I uh, I said, well, as you as you know, because because the vice president at one point when he was in Congress represented this area. He represented the southern part of Allen County, right. which is south of Fort Wayne, and right. knows this area very well. Has spent a, a decade plus on the radio, a radio guy himself. I know, which is why I was glad he went into politics. Uh-huh. Because I said, you know, you don't ever need to lower yourself and go back into talk radio. Just leave us alone, Mike, okay? Uh, but I told him, I said, Mike is, or I said, Vice President Pence, as you know, when you come from Northeast Indiana and you run as a candidate who tells the voters they're going to go to Washington and, and represent as a conservative, and then you vote like a conservative, they're they're gonna they're yep. going to like you. They're going to give you a, yep. a loud round of applause. And I, I really do believe that. I believe that this region expects me to be not just a conservative uh, vote, but a, but a large conservative voice mm-hmm. nationwide. Mm-hmm. And, and WoWo gives me a platform <laughs> to do that. <laughs> I find that last part so funny. And WoWo gives me the platform to, to be a nationwide voice. <laughs> does it, does it, Jim? Does it fucking do that, Jim? <laughs> I could barely get it on my radio fucking here in our fucking apartment. Fuck you. (laughs) Fucking loser. All he knows how to do is kiss ass. It's just. Please may you have me on your radio show again. Pat. I just fucking love with a whoa. whoa. (laughs) Fuck you. All he does is kiss ass. He's so dumb. I hate him. Well, and in true narcissism well, and an fashion, evil, an he evil has person. to make everything more grandiose than of it course, actually is. Uh, throughout this. In so, situations that may or may not have happened. Both of these people throughout this do that, Jenna. Because it's all about uh, image. 
that that they all t- both of them throughout this tell stories that I either think don't happen yeah. or if they did happen, I would take as just ingenuous. Well, they probably didn't happen the way that they say they happened. Like like Pat talks about how Ted Cruz, he met Ted Cruz mm-hmm. when Ted Cruz was here. Ted Cruz was here for a rally, um, you know, before the 2016 election when he was in the primary. Mm-hmm. And he like remembered that Pat was sick and like said, let's all say a prayer for Pat. If I just met somebody and they were like, how you feeling? Before I met them, I'd be like, that's disingenuous. Yeah. You fucking had a fucking one sheet about me mm-hmm. and knew what I was going to say to impress me. Yeah. I would tell them, I wouldn't say it maybe to their face, but after the fact, I'd be like, fuck you. Fuck off. Yeah. You just tried to impress me. Yeah. By having a fucking one sheet on me and trying to know my detail. Like, it's fuck you. You don't, do. you don't give a shit about me. And for him to, like, again, either he's actually impressed by that, which mm-hmm. then you're just a fucking dipshit, or he's a liar and he's just trying to fucking grift people. Like, yeah. fuck you. It's just all so disingenuous. There's no authentic- authenticity left. No. There's no authentic- authenticity at all in the, in this circle. And there hasn't been. There hasn't been. In, in the greater the United States, the, the authenticity is just going away. There's just nothing real. We're leaving a fucking toothpaste commercial. It's all fucking Disney World. Fucking buy, buy, buy your fucking trash. Give it to fucking other people so they can throw it in the trash. Ugh, I just don't. It's driving me crazy. It's driving me crazy. And all Jim knows how to do is kiss ass. So fuck him. I mean, that's what happens when you run a country like a business. It's all just fucking marketing and schmoozing. It's all capital. And, it's all yeah. capital. So all we have to do is fucking... We'll get into that in another episode. But it... it not, <laughs> it's, it's just driving me crazy. I, I, where's the fulfillment? There's no fulfillment. There's no culture. There's no, there's no community. There's nothing. So we have to create it. We have to create it ourselves. Mm-hmm. We have to. Yeah. So join organizations, do that. Fucking Fort Wayne's getting DSA. I'm so fucking excited. Meeting next Wednesday. I'm pumped. Um, like we we <laughs> we have to stick together, guys. Like we have to, because this shit's gonna fucking it's gonna blow up. It, and I don't mean like physically blow up. Like I just mean like there's no way the shit continues. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think we're it eating can. our the, the country is eating itself from the inside out. Yeah. It's like it, it's it's a parasite eating another parasite. Like it, it's just nothing. It, it's there's nothing here. Yeah, we're built on evilness, and and it's just not going to survive. So, I don't know. I, I can't stand these guys, um, especially with their little folksy attitude about the evil things that they are trying to. Yeah, they're just. Slimy. Um, yeah, and they're trying to veil. They're trying to put a, put a veil over over the terribleness that they are. Yeah, um, and veil then, of and, intellectualism. Yeah, and and like um, correctness, like moral righteousness. Yeah, oh, for sure. And, and in large part, they're successful, which is even more upsetting. But um, the more we talk to people, the more you reach out to people, the more you join community groups. There are people like us who are frustrated out there, mm-hmm. and um, there are people who will open to it, like. I I've talked I talked to you the other day. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm doing deliveries for DoorDash. I've had a ton of people be like, "Hey, I love that Bernie hat." Because mm-hmm. I wear my Bernie hat when yeah. I do my deliveries. Um and it's super fun to talk to them. Cuz they're like 
they totally get it. Mm-hmm. They totally get it. And, and yeah. I think some of them might have been like, eh, Bernie or Trump. Like, I really do think that. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean, like, and you might, some people, fucking libs might be like, oh, fucking dumb. No, no, no. These people have fucking fucked their entire fucking lives. Mm-hmm. And they see two people, one who is an incredibly good propagandist and one who is incredibly honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, who Neither are perfect. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah, one of the two. Yeah. It, no, fucking talk to them. The the way to radicalize people is to talk to them. Like you got you can't you got to stop telling people. And I don't mean like online. Fuck online. Fuck online's fucking shit. I don't fucking care about online. Mm-hmm. I know it matters, but like it's not what I'm interested in. Talk to people in your life. Mm-hmm. Talk to people that you just fucking come into contact with. Yeah. Talk to people that you work with. And, and like come prepared. Do the work. Like it's how we're gonna save ourselves. I don't know. Maybe we'll get into that in another episode. Maybe we'll do like a stream or something where we can talk all about that. But yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Just the point is these, these people, like all they know how to do is fucking kiss ass and fucking advance their stupid fucking careers based on lies. They're, they're just shitbag people. So anyway, um, on Monday's episode, like I said, we'll cover Holcomb's 2021 agenda mm-hmm. and the rest of this garbage. If there is anything to cover, I, I promise we'll be brief either way. If there is anything to cover, mm-hmm. um, I will summarize. Um, and then our normal deep dive episode that is usually on every other Monday, we will do on Wednesday next week, and then we'll still have our uh, normal Friday there too. Um, so that'll be fun. Um, anyway, thank you guys for listening. Um, if you guys want to help us out, you can do so in a number of ways. You can tell a friend about the show. You can leave a rating and review on Apple. I just burped podcast. That's not what you should enter into your phone. Just enter Apple podcasts. The I just burped part is, that's not a part. Jenna's giving me fucking nothing here. What? Nothing. She She's not even. I'm listening. You know, you know, in improv, you do yes and, and, and there's the alternative of like, no, but she's just giving me like, end the episode. <laughs> anyway, um, you could also, uh, you know, donate to the show and that, that would be very helpful. Or you can check out our merch. It's all on, um, you know, my Twitter account, which is, um, at Hoosier Tweety. You can check that out. Um, if you guys want to contact us, you can also do so at Hoosier Daddy pod at gmail.com. And that's the end of all the bullshit. Jenna. Well, I was also question? thinking about what I wanted to say was that, Oh, did I interrupt? I'm sorry. You didn't interrupt me. Um, just I I don't know that a lot of people or maybe maybe you do maybe you don't that you are familiar with like what narcissism actually is or like the traits of a narcissist because can, can we can we pause on this and because I just all di- I just did all that stuff can we add that at the top of the next episode for sure and you I, ready for the trivia question no, well you seem upset about that well it's fine I just mean I don't think people will hear it yeah most people don't listen this far yeah like I look at the data, most people don't. Yeah, and I I, I think that's a really valuable well, conversation. You can just cut it. But I think that's a really valuable conversation. Yeah, that yeah. I, that I want to have next time, yeah. so people can hear it. Yeah. Can, can we do that? Yeah. Is that okay with you? Yeah. I don't mean to upset you. No, you're fine. But you can just cut this part out. No, I'll I'll leave it in well, just in case anybody cringy. does. No, nobody it's wa- not. nobody wants to listen to us bicker. <laughs> I mean, I don't I don't think we were bickering. What's the trivia question?
Where were candy canes invented? Candy canes. Mm-hmm. Can, can you tell me if it was or was not in the United States? I'll say what country. Okay. Well, well they're not. They weren't invented in the United States. I'll oh, just okay. Tell you that. Okay, okay. The Germany. Who's your daddy? Indiana, in Indiana, my home. In Indiana, my home, sweet home. 